Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. If you have a highly emotional child, you know the struggle of trying to address their behavior only to have them throw everything right back in your face. Uh, The conflict just goes on and on. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, and today we're hearing more from a conversation that Jim Daly and I had with Erin McPherson and her mom, Ellen Schuchnacht. Uh, They talked about dealing with those highly passionate children. Here's Jim. Ellen, let me ask you this. As an educator, I mean, I think the joke for Gene and I is, how many times have we said to say please and thank you? I mean, I think we as parents may say that 10,000 times. Feels right, like it. Sure feels <laughs> yeah, like I'm it. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and uh, yet, you've got to be persistent and not let emotions get into it. That's a you know a small example, but you might be trying to train them in different ways. Courtesies, uh, the appropriate way to treat people, etc. And sometimes as a young child, it just doesn't happen immediately or it happens every fifth time you mention it. How do you maintain that patience, Alan, where you're going to say with a good parental voice, you know, little Johnny, I've told you a few times, you need to say please and thank you. Those are the magic words, you know, whatever you're going to say. But how do you keep that parental attitude that this is in the moment, it's going to take probably 10,000 more times to go down this path before they get it? One of the things I really recommend that parents do is not make the correction right at the moment because it embarrasses the child and they're less likely to speak, is to remember to pre-teach. What does that mean, pre-teach? Remember when adults come to you, it's really polite to say please and thank you. It's polite to say yes, ma'am, yes, sir. That's Texas. I'm maybe not Colorado. But you remind them of what the expectation is. Remind them, and this is what I'm looking for. And then afterwards, say, hey, did you remember to do that? Um... How did that feel? You know, what did you say? How could you do it better? So there isn't this fear of them being corrected or disciplined in front of people. That's good. But it's really helpful because then you have this conversation with them that's safe for them. Mm-hmm. Not embarrassing or Not shaming. embarrassing and not making them feel shy to talk to adults. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we want to correct them in the moment because we are worried about how it appears for us. Right. There are some kids who, whether you're sensitive to the situation and delay that conversation, that that discipline, sometimes kids are just angry. They're in the moment, downright angry. How how do you back up and kind of steal the emotion out of that situation? I'll address that one because I had to learn that firsthand with my oldest. Sitting next to you. <laughs> yes, sitting next to you. Sorry, that's, that's why you're here. here. And God has given her a child or two that has that same uh, really full, passionate personality. Does this make you happy? Yes. <laughs> I can see it in I your know, voice. I know, you see how happy yes. she is. She's, and she calls it full, passionate personality. Yeah. But I love this personality, and in, in her case, it, it is boys. Um, <laughs> often the case where they're just, I think God has created for us boys in this world today that have this passion and drive that's really going to take them far. But when they're young, it's hard. And uh, Joey, for example, Aaron's 11-year-old, his first response to not getting what he wants or not being understood is to explode in anger mm-hmm. and to say rude things. Mm-hmm. And I've learned, and I know that Aaron does a really good job here too, is to back off for the moment and give him time and space. Because to connect with him at the moment, you're going to both say things you regret. But it feels so disrespectful when they're angry. It does feel that way. And so I'll say to Joey, because I do the home day schooling with him once a week, I'll say, why don't you go take a break and we'll come back to this. And you think and pray about how you really want to respond. And does he go from 
angry to okay? He does. In that he, few minutes? Well, first he'll say, and I'm never coming back. <laughs> he likes to run away from home. Mm-hmm. Between our houses, we live like 100 feet from each other, so he runs away from home to her house, or he runs away from her to my house. I like this little guy. Yes, yeah. he's He reminds great. me of me. But, How many but, times yeah. did you run away from home? Uh, I tried once, but I got cold <laughs> feet. Yeah, well, he's very far. When and he's, then... he's in that point, he can't think. He's emotionally flooded, so you're, that's what you're going to get. But afterwards, he's remorseful. His heart is ready to talk. And I can say, how would you like to do that differently? How did that feel? I don't try to correct at that point. I try to get it to the heart level of who does he want to be and how does he want to respond better? And he has all the right answers. And then we'll pray and I'll say, okay, let's try that again. Yeah. And we just drop it. You know, the thing that's difficult at times, too, is that we're all sinners saved by grace. Even yeah. we as parents don't have all the tools. And that's what we're trying to do here at Focus on the Family is equip you to be a better parent. And there's no shame in that. It doesn't come with a manual or it doesn't even come in a way that we know what to do in every case. And that's why our anger goes up when we're being disrespected and we don't know how to handle this in the best of ways. Some great advice from our guests and from Jim. And um, and yet, in spite of what I know mentally, it's really hard sometimes to do what we just heard in the moment. How, how do you suggest we go about this, Danny? There's no doubt that this is difficult. The passionate kids, the the, the the real strong personalities. We have plenty of books on strong-willed child. We know that uh, there have been many books written on this topic. And with young kids, what I love to do is to, 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 to break their passion is in breaking, not in a negative way, but to distract it is to say, hey, I th- we need to find your brain. I think it's running around. We need to go look for it. <laughs> your brain is missing. It's, it jumped out, and we we got to find it. And those passionate kids, all now, of a sudden, it, that sounds like that. an insult, though, Danny. No, most kids actually, one hundred percent of kids so far respond very well to that. Okay. Yes, that's, and I can say that pretty confidently, now, or are, very confidently. Are you smiling when you say that? Does it work with somebody that's 10, 12, 13 years old? And I'm saying the younger kids, okay. right? The older kids, I think it's important to, to say first, is this a demand or a request? Hmm. Because I respond to requests. That's it. You're and, right? And, and if they say it's you're a de- well, I mean, Okay, so let's role play. Uh, neither. Okay. So then that's when you say... What, what are you wanting from, from me? Just leave me alone, Dad. Okay, so in this case, leaving you alone would mean what for you? Get out of my life. Okay, and that's, that's <laughs> not, nothing personal in that moment, right? Now, now Mom personal. and Dad, we hear you, but seriously, that's, that's a totally personal interaction right there. Because it's, because it's the emotions talking. Uh-huh. If, if truly that child said, didn't want that, I mean, they, they can leave at any moment, really, truly. They can't survive that way. And the way that you can respond instead of react is say, well, I love you. And I'd, I'd love to, to help you out with whatever's going on there. I just need in. And whenever you're ready for that, let me know. And, and afterwards, you can really process it and say, how did, how did it go for you? Yeah. Did you get what you were wanting? Because if you wanted me to listen to you, here's some ways that I could help you with that. Because I do want to listen to you. And I want to help you out. You know I love you, want the things for you. Maybe something became a need when it really was a want. You felt you needed it, or it was, it was this need like air, food, water, and uh, a game, when really that's a want. And so there can be a no, but for you, maybe you felt a no was a lack of love for me, and that's mm. not it. I'm putting a boundary because you just can't have it right now. And uh, we can really work towards that if it makes sense. 
And if it doesn't, I'm going to need you to trust me. See, now you are so good at this because you're smiling even as we're, as we're doing this discussion right now. And I'm thinking that takes the oxygen out of the fight mechanism for a kid, probably. Yeah. And, and there's some kids that are obsessive, they truly mm. have obsessive compulsive disorder and feel that in that moment it's life-threatening. And they, they, are, they need that. I need to wash my hands, right? And that's when a parent can, for some kids that are fascinated by other things, bring a, a random fact with a smile. Did you know that shark have this many teeth? And it, it throws a brain off because emotions create an overlocked brain, mm. an overfocused, I can't think of anything else brain. And what you're bringing is a new thought that kind of short circuits that. Do they still have the emotions? Yeah, but it softened them down. Your smile can do the same. If you start getting angry and they, they became contagious to you, it, it could get bad quick. And uh, the more you're able to just look at them with love and compassion, not caring about what the other adults are thinking around you, you said, I'm wanting to connect with this child. And it's not about me that they hate me. We'll get past this. I just need to help my child learn how to handle this strong emotion. It's passion that could go really well, but can go really bad quick. Hmm. And I want to I want to bridge with my child, even though he's throwing grenades on our bridge. I'll keep building. I'll keep building, and I'm gonna be persistent because I love my child. And uh, it takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of energy. You got to get stretched out before you go into something like that. <laughs> and also support of a spouse. Sometimes yeah. you may need a tag team. Hey, I need a bench. You know, someone off the bench. And that's when dad comes in or mom, and uh, you're continuing that, that, that consistency with that child. Hmm, I appreciate that. Well, we have a website full of great parenting advice and a lot of terrific resources as well, including the book by Aaron and Ellen, um, Put the Disciple into Discipline. We'll send a copy of that book to you as our thank you for a gift of any amount to support the work here at Focus on the Family. Uh, you'll find the link for donations and resources in the description. Next time, we'll hear from Dave Ramsey. I'm guessing that'll be about money. Why don't you join us then? I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Danny and the team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Mm-hmm.